Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's not too late for the Red to win the NFC East. Welcome to another episode of Sorry We Love Football, the show that throws a challenge flag at the sport of football itself. I am Chiefs fan Daniel Hardigan. That's right, I switch teams. Wow. As always, I'm joined by a man who puts the D in Kansas City, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Hell yeah, defense is back. We're making the playoffs. Remember when I said a few weeks ago we were not making the playoffs? Well, I was wrong. That was last week, maybe a few weeks. <laughs> Yesterday. And lastly, a man who's not shy about being into guys, Washington football fan Jamel Johnson. I love guys. Huge fan of guys. Geis is nice. Would love a personal relationship with guys. Geis is going off. I know. A couple stiffies, too. <laughs> All right, let's start the show. Danny Solomon, what'd you hate about Washington football this week? Oh, uh, we always start with me because. I hate the most, and mm-hmm. this week I just I, I kind of want to just do like a little, just a little reality check here. Um, I guess this this you would say this is something I hate, but really this is just something we all just need to get wise to. Have you guys noticed that we are in a cult? <laughs> this is a cult, right? Yeah. Football, and football in general, but also each of us specifically are in our own small cult. Uh, with I, our team, I am in the cult of the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. right? Hardigan here, he's in the cult of the Philadelphia Eagles. Jamel is in the cult of the Washington Mystics basketball team. Yeah. These Thank are you. cults because they can make us believe anything they want. We all, we'll just we'll defend them no matter what. We'll give them money to rep their shit. You know, we're we're full on Scientology, Jim Jones, Sun Temple in a fucking cult with our teams. We all believe we have a chance to win the Super Bowl, even right now. Even though, until we're mathematically eliminated, we believe that we could win the Super Bowl. Or, if we are mathematically eliminated, that we're just one draft away from being in the Super Bowl. Because that's what—that's the propaganda that's coming at us on a daily basis from our teams. My eyes tell me that our offense isn't playing that well, right? Right now... I'm watching Patrick Mahomes not do Patrick Mahomes things, being under 200 yards against the fucking Raiders defense. But my cult is telling me that it's really just a ruse by Andy Reid. He's letting the defense carry us through the final stretch so they can get toughened up for the playoffs. Then he unleashes Mahomes and the secret world-beating shit that he's saved for the big moments that he's failed in the past. And, you know, the Eagles, they just lost to the Dolphins, right? But in your mind, they control their own destiny. They still have a run in them. You know, the, the Red <laughs> just won two straight. Haskins doesn't suck. He's the future. <laughs> my, my point is, we are sheep. And we will believe anything our team tells us. 
And I got to say, Dan and Jamel, you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Wow. Damn. I do see what you're saying, though, because there's stuff like yeah. with Carson Wentz, I'll pull up next-gen stats, and I'll try to talk oh, yeah. you into why the guy's coming along and he's developing well. And it's like I'm the only guy who can't see what's happening. And we're following all their media people. <laughs> we're following all these like national <laughs> reporters telling us the things we want to hear. We're in our bubble, man. we got to get out of it. We're, we're insane cult people. I hate that bad teams always win meaningless games like this. They always wait until they're basically mathematically eliminated to be like, all right, guys, it's time for us to come together. <laughs> Where the fuck was that shit in October, dude? Now you care? That's stupid. Go to the club again. The club's still fun. What, is the strip club not fun? It's always because the strip club ain't fun now because you went 12 weeks in a row. Now you can't go to the strip club no more because you done bugged all the waitresses. Now you got to win a football game. Now you got to go to sleep at a reasonable hour. Ridiculous. Another thing I hated, just that amazing plays don't matter. The Falcons recovered two onside kicks in a row, <laughs> yeah. and nothing could matter less. I feel like amazing stuff like that, there needs to be some sort of X Games element to the scoring. <laughs> Best trick of the day. Let's just give them an extra point or something. Tack something on. Just so we have an incentive for one wacky little giant style play every single week. Every week. That's because all I ever want was is wacky little giants. I want to see the annexation of Puerto Rico executed by grown men. Shout out Young Ho. Young Ho Ku. It's Young Huey. Well, it's spelled Young Ho, <laughs> and that's Ho. how we're going to say it. It's Young Ho on this podcast, at least for this week. Is Young Huey. Young Huey Ku. Dude, he got, his Amazing. Job, he got his job off Instagram, man. He was just doing trick kicks. Who even gets into that, by the way? Who gets into trick kicking? Someone who is not having sex. Yes. Clearly. Still might not have. With some of the kicks he's missing. Speaking of people who haven't had sex, my thing I hated this week was Russell Wilson on Miked Up on Monday Night Football. Mm. This dude was is the like, wor- one of the worst Miked Up guys of all time. Dude, he sounds like a cutscene character from like Madden 2005 on PS2. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I see you, big boy. Let's get it. I see what you did. <laughs> Woo! And it's just there's no real emotion. He's so robotic in his leadership that there's – so it's Russell Wilson specifically, but honestly, just mic'd up in general sucks. It's not there when we need it, like with the Miles Garrett situation. Mm. And what you, you always just get generic crap that's not anything interesting. But you played, right? What do you say? What are you saying on the field that's so juicy? You know, you're basically saying the same thing. Let's go. Well, you know what? It's a lot of bullshit in huddles. The stuff in between plays is really what's amazing. Yeah. Like we've seen. Okay. So to be fair, some of the mic'd up stuff, like Brett Favre on the sidelines talking about farting or what he did the night before or putting a dip in, like that's fun. But I guess maybe everybody's so self-aware these days. They just don't do anything like that anymore. Also, not everybody's Brett Favre. A lot of these guys are just boring, Christ-loving dudes who just are really, really fucking good. Yeah, Russell Wilson is a robot for Christ. That's a fact. There's no doubt he is. Um, But, yeah, on the field, you're right. What is it? It is a lot of encouragement. I was never in, like, the quarterback position where you're just responsible for getting guys going or getting their butts into gear, which is another thing that he said. Come on, guys, let's get our butts in gear because he doesn't cuss. Uh, when I when I was saying stuff, there was a lot of uh, yeah. There's cursing. There's a lot of language, a lot of explicit language. Yeah, people uh, can call bitches. In the spirit of what Jamel's suggestion was, making the game more entertaining for all of us. If you're going to do a mic'd up, 
you should find the most trash talkingest asshole guy Agreed. on every team to always be the mic'd up. Yeah, yeah. Or That's, just ha- or how about this? Let's just have every team has a stand-up comedian. Mm. <laughs> who's just responsible for riffing the entire game. The, Den- like, the, Dennis Miller, the Dennis Miller rule. He's the backup long snapper. Yes. He's, <laughs> he a, so he probably won't have to play. But he is on the team. Oh, my God. Imagine if Josh Gondelman had to play <laughs> just one play. Just want to see him re- <laughs> just I just want to see play. him return a kick. Just, one just play. return a kick, get decimated. <laughs> By the special teams of the other team. That would be very sweet. Audible gulp. That could be sick. Or just like only have mic'd up on Showtime. Oh, yeah. So then we don't have to worry about. That's the thing. You're right. It's on ABC. Yeah. Mic'd up after dark, dude. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. Let's follow the not on the field stuff. Let's follow the players to the clubs. Let's follow them in their extracurriculars, you know. After the game, what are they talking about? <coughs> what kind of shit do they talk when, you know, NFL Films isn't listening? Exactly. Strip club mics. Immediately. Okay, let, we're going to try something this week. Um, in the spirit of the, the holiday, I guess, extended weekend with Black Friday and Cyber Monday. This I... is the gift-giving time of year. Mm. Um, it's December. Buy your family some, some nice stuff. You know, it's it's the, that time of the season when we want to give people gifts to make them happy. And since this is a show about the NFL, we're giving our gifts to specific people in the NFL to improve their lives. And uh, as an example, I'll just go first. Uh, I would like to give a gift to Nick Foles. All right. I'd like to give Nick Foles a tiny little bench. All right. We're going to give him a little tiny bench that we're going to put on the sidelines so he can rest his giant penis on it as mm. he sits on the regular bench. Mm. I think it, it'll give him the opportunity to feel comfortable while Gardner Minshew goes out there and leads his team to actual touchdown drives. Nick Foles has been a giant failure. He's been terrible this year. It's weird, and it doesn't make any sense, and it's going to ruin the Jaguars franchise because – now they have this $15 million albatross. Big dick aside, it's got to be something to, to, you know, make them feel a little better. And, and Nick Foles, you know, going from Super Bowl to the bench of the Jaguars, where one Blake Bortles wasn't even asked to sit. And, and that's why I want to give him this bench, you know. It's got to be hard lugging that big, fat hog around. And, you know, especially sitting down on the bench, it could weigh you down. You could fall forward. Into the Gatorade, so you know, little bench to rest your dick on, Nick Foles, and maybe it'll it'll make sitting there a little easier on your lower back. A very practical gift. Yeah, I think that's that's what we're going for here. You know, we want to we want to celebrate the commercialism that the you know the season brings by by giving little trinkets to our favorite players. Little trinkets. Mm. Well, I thought about getting John Gruden a Chucky doll or Mark Davis a mirror. But I went ahead and got Doug Peterson the puzzle box from Hellraiser mm. because he deserves to be tortured by demons from hell for what he's done to my fucking dear Eagles team. Oh. It seems as though he's completely exhausted all of his sensory experiences since the Super Bowl win, and he just needs to feel something again. And who better to do that than the Cenobites? Yeah. He can walk around his own personal hell. 
There's the injured reserve chamber where guys like Deshaun Jackson and Jordan Howard and Darren Sproles are just waiting for him, and they get to torture him in his own ways. You know the hell in in Hellraiser 2? Of course. Each room is a Doug Peterson personal hell. I mean, there's the room full of fans who can just chain him up and have their way. Uh, you have the room that's just burning candles. That's the shrine to Nick Foles. Oh, this that's- yeah, Nick Foles is in Hellraiser <laughs> Two. There's the scene where where the the father, the or Frank, is in the room with the writhing, bloody women that he can't have sex with. I think in Doug Peterson's personal hell, he pulls that bloody blanket off, thinking it's Nick Foles, and yeah. instead it's nothing. I mean, hooks, chains, maybe footballs are weirdly torturing him somehow too. Yeah, the lament configuration. Hooks, yeah. Is a uh, is Doug Peterson's gift because what else would you get to a guy that you simultaneously love and fucking hate at the same time? I mean, if you want to give him pleasure and pain yeah. together, then yes, that's the perfect gift. The guy can't feel anything anymore. He's ta- speaking about robotic uh, responses. Every press conference is like, "Yeah, they were a good team. What do you want us to do?" And it's like they were not a good team. That's the whole thing about the Dolphins. They're not good. That is, yeah. I mean, obviously he did something in a in a past life, or you know, he went he, he went seeking the box, <laughs> and that is Ugh. what ultimately dooms you. Is that you go seeking for too much power, and it ends up destroying you. And that's that's I believe a good analogy for what happened to the Eagles. Jamel, who'd you go shopping for? You know, I, I went shopping for my guy Bill Callahan. Oh. Mm. I would like to give Bill the ability to shapeshift, <laughs> which I know you can't really buy at a store, but Christmas is magical, and it's a time of giving, and he needs this. I want him to have the ability to shapeshift, so whenever he meets with Dan Snyder, he can make himself look like Dan Snyder's dad. <laughs> <laughs> just scare the shit out of just him? Just to scare the shit out of him, and get him to just stop doing whatever dumb billionaire thing he wants to do. It's the only man he fears, and he's also dead. He shows up looking like Dan's dad, starts pulling moves like Loki and fucking Thor Ragnarok. Do you think Bill Callahan's long for this team, long for this franchise, for this world? Anyone. We just need someone to be the coach. Do you have somebody who in your in mind, in your heart? I mean, is there a certain coach that you have your eye? Do you have a wandering eye for coaches right now? I would take uh, Mike Epps. Or oh, yeah. Yeah, Omar Epps. But, but he's t- not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. That dude's no, no. going to win Coach of the Year. Which is insane. Which Give is me ridiculous. a break. Would love to see him. It's too late for Bill Cower. That was the that oh. was the best rumor in Skins history. The was chin. Going to get, get the chin come down the highway. But I don't know. It could be anyone, dude. You'd have and we to had offer... Gruden for like nine years, and it was dumb. But we just need another idiot for nine more years. You, you would have to offer Cower a contract better than Chucky got also. It would have yeah. to be like – 11 years and full control of the He's entire team. die coaching. That sounds terrible. No. Why don't you get one of these young dudes, like a Sean McVay type, somebody who's like 27 years old? You know I want to be the coach? Your of brother. Team? Your yeah. little brother. <laughs> it's either my little brother, it's either Juwan Johnson, Juwan and Jaron Johnson running the team. Together. Together. Or Taj Maori from Smart Guy. <laughs> TJ Henderson. Yeah. Yeah, I want a fictional character to coach my team. Oh, so it's not the actor. No, I want the fictional character. You're He's... paying the actor to play the character. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it is Taj Maori playing the role of T.J. Henderson. 
Now, would you do, since we're talking about sort of classic, you know, kids-type movies like Little Giants and Hellraiser 2. Of course. Uh, would you do sort of a little big league situation where you came in, or an Eddie-type situation, actually, mm. more apropos. Yeah, yes. Where you are the coach of the team. You decide what the team does. Is that too much pressure for you, or would you enjoy just fucking telling them what to do and seeing what happens? I mean, if they're cool with me smoking weed, I'm in. <laughs> I don't think there's any rule against the coach yeah, coaches can smoke weed. Do the coaches have to get piss test or what? I don't see why they would. That I will be at, in they Ashburn, should. Virginia, round the clock. We saw a video of Jay Gruden smoking a joint, so I don't see why. Might have been a cigarette. We he was smoking know. a Marlboro Light, actually. Yeah. That was for sure a Marlboro Light. But he could have dipped it in some resin or something, you know? I mean, well, I yeah, know. he could have. That was a pretty young chick. It might have been a parliament. Yeah. Probably. It's a great move for he. You think fucking, he bummed that cigarette? Yeah, he's bumming parliaments <laughs> off 19-year-olds. Oh, man. Easy. All right, let's see. I got, I'll got. i put it in my bag. Okay, so I'd like I'd like to give a gift to James White of the New England Patriots. <laughs> I'd like to give him cancer. <laughs> wow. All season. <laughs> all season. Fucking James White. Not a gift. Gets exactly... <laughs> Exactly ten points a game in fantasy. Exactly, it's you could set your watch on it. It's maybe sometimes it's nine point two, sometimes it's ten point five, but it's basically exactly in that range of ten points. That's what you can count on. That's what you know. So this week, I'm in the I'm in the fantasy fight of my life. I've lost four straight games. I need this game to get into the playoffs. All of a sudden, when I was six and two, I was I was cruising. I was going to a bye. James White. I put him on my bench. I don't need 10 points. I need a big swing. Daryl Williams going to be the lead back in KC against the Raiders defense. I say at least he jumps into the end zone, falls forward in there once or twice. He's got to do better than James White. Instead, he gets hurt after, Mm. granted, a touchdown. Gets hurt, out for the game, eight points in fantasy. Whatever. Not so bad. Basically, like, bringing in James White. Instead, then James White fucking goes off for 34 fucking points what the fuck is that james white i'm i'm glad that you had a day that you're a great player and whatever for the fucking Patriots system and their offense fucking sucks and i'm and the chiefs are playing you next week so i hope the cancer sets in quick so you can maybe even go on the ir oh man for cancer and uh yeah. and so yeah maybe i'm a little angry maybe i don't really mean it <laughs> but, but that is my NFL gift for the week to James White. Sounded like you meant it. Cancer of the eye. Oh, How just about a, that? Not fatal. Okay. You get the eye transplant like in uh, body bags. Just watch body bags, guys. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I guess I, you know, I got a little something for Philip Rivers. Just an iPod Mini <laughs> with all the DMX CDs on it. Just think you should listen to those. Learn to curse, man. Yeah, yeah. Get it's a different cool. feel. You don't think that's going to be a little a bit jarring for, for Phil Rivers? No, nah, I think he needs that. I think he needs to wake up. Or maybe, you know what would be a better gift? Like a real estate license. He should probably just hang it up. Uh, he's going to definitely do that. Yeah. Once he retires, he's for sure selling houses. Oh, yeah. he, he, I mean, there are so many boring old quarterback options for him. He could go into the he could he could be in direct TV ads. He could end up being like one of those guys who goes on Sunday football early shows, not as the main guy, but as like the guy who sort of 
comes in, plays a little like oh, you know yes. on the little mini field that they have. Yeah, he throws, yeah. diagrams a couple of passes with Strahan and fucking yeah. Jim Brown. <laughs> yeah, because you know he's not going on uh, Fox. He's such a CBS stalwart. Oh yeah, he's perfect for CBS. He's been with me on CBS my entire life. Feels that way. Yeah. Shouts out to your mom for getting the Philip Rivers jersey. Yeah, hey mom, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> enjoy that jersey. Don't know when you're ever gonna wear it. I guess on an Eagles bye week. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I thought that the giveaway was meant for people who you know liked, commented, you know, subscribed, whatever the fuck you it have was to only do to his build mom. up our numbers. You just hand it to your fucking mom. Uh, his mom's you, the only one subscribed to the fucking shit, and that's nice of her. But we had her in the bag already. We're looking for new <laughs> listeners to build a brand here. We're trying to get a Patreon going. I, I want this to be our sole mode of income. Yeah, I uh, I know. Um, I've given you the login credentials for all of our accounts. Not sure how often you log into them, but if you had gone on to the Gmail, she was the only person who responded asking for the jersey. She's a good person, a great person. Yes, she is somebody who uh, I lived with for 17 years, and I talked to every day. But uh, she won fair and square. I don't know what else to say. I'm disappointed in you listeners that we I am to give too. away yeah. the Philip Rivers jersey to one of our moms. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> and if we do another giveaway, I do not want to have to send something to Kansas City because my mom <laughs> will not appreciate it. She'll end up like trying to trying to catch a baby squirrel with it and house it in inside the Chiefs jacket that we bought specifically oh, which, come for on, her. That's adorable, and dude. she doesn't even know how to fucking <laughs> log on to anything on the internet, actually. She's still got a flip phone. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into this week fourteen slate Thursday night Cowboys at Bears. Kind of <sighs> hilarious game. The Bears are still alive. They're one of those teams that just won't go away because they keep winning weird games. Uh, the Vikings lost last night on Monday Night Football, which kept the Bears season alive. Had they won, I think they would have been eliminated. Um, so they have a lot of motivation to to continue to embarrass the Cowboys. Thanksgiving for me personally was made when I saw Jerry Jones crying in his <laughs> press box. And that was just gave me a warm feeling. I don't know about you guys. No, nah, that was pretty good. I watched that game with my family who is from out here and they're kind of low key Cowboys fans. Yeah. The Cowboys do have their training camp in Oxnard, in Oxnard. Exactly. Every year. So that's their thing. And uh, I was happy to be the one to come and fuck up the vibes. <laughs> How do you know the camera's on you? Like, or do you, do you, or in Jerry Jones' case, how do you know the camera's not on you? Cause you got to assume it's on you're you. You're up there. You know you're losing. Maybe you're sitting there and you don't know exactly when the the camera is pointed at you. But like, you know, maybe the time to let the waterworks go would be like maybe just sneak over to where the shrimp is in the back of the owner's booth so that you don't have to be in the range of the CBS or Fox cameras. That are well, situated in the bottom of the field, you know? You know, it's just... But think about it from his perspective, though. Imagine realizing the last 20 years of your life has been a waste. <laughs> he's the GM, too. He always jokes about how he should fire himself, and he's like, I don't know if I'm getting the job done. You're not, Jerry. Yeah. You're not getting the job 100% done. 100% not. Well, it's like it's Garrett is his sort of Bill Barr, I guess. You know, he's like the guy who just kind of just executes everything, doesn't ask questions. He's in the position <laughs> of power. 
and he's willing to take the flack for just doing whatever you say. Yeah. And that's kind of an invaluable spot to be in, you know? I mean, he, he, that's why he hasn't gotten fired the last few years. That's why Jerry even threw out sort of a vote of confidence. Like, he knows people are fucking done with Jason Garrett in Dallas, but he doesn't want to give that up. So he just made this general blanket statement of like, you know, he'll be coaching in 2020. <laughs> just getting people used to the feeling that maybe he will be back. Very sly. It's great. Yeah, you're right. Because when things are bad, he's the patsy. When things are good, it's me. It's Jerry, baby. I did this. So it's win-win for Jerry Jones, as it always has been. I mean, and he's still making uh, like $2 billion. His team is so valuable. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, you got a business. You're you're running a great business, and it's it's like... It's like with if you run McDonald's or something. It's like okay, so the fucking Arch Deluxe failed, but whatever. You still got, you still got McDonald's. You still own Arch that. Deluxe. You want to feel like you're still relevant, like you're still accomplishing something. But you know, let's face it, you got a, you built a brand a long time ago, and you can just coast. See, McDonald's is doing a new spicy chicken sandwich. To, oh yeah, to compete with the sandwich wars. So they're still doing it. They're they are the cowboys of fast food, aren't they? We know what the McDonald's chicken sandwich tastes like. Any new chicken sandwich they're going to come out is completely irrelevant. Well, they put a pickle on it. That's the, great. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Their pickles aren't even that good. Uh, by the way, fifty bucks without looking to tell me what the Chicago Bears record is. Uh, I'd say it is six and six. I have to look this up now. Okay. Jamel, what's your guess? I mean, it Chicago's is. I, I was just looking at it. Oh, it's it was. Six, all right. So <laughs> we all looked yeah. at it. Well, I'm not giving 50 bucks away, but the point yeah, is. I, yeah, I wouldn't take it. What's going on? Like, you don't even want to follow this team. You don't even <laughs> care. It's like some weeks Trubisky's up, some weeks he's down. We know he's not the future. We know the defense can't carry him in the playoffs. He's doing just enough, though. And whatever. He, did, he played pretty well in that second half of the Thanksgiving game, and that's just the little dick tease that is Mitch Trubisky. You can't totally sever yourself from him because he'll show little flashes and it's a uh, it's a tough spot to be in hopefully this is the best game of his career and they get to beat dallas and we're all happy look if there are chicago fans out there who are still into mitch trubisky then they're probably also into edging porn because <laughs> that is the essential component of his game is just making you feel like you're gonna like something's gonna happen and then just he doesn't let you man back-to-back thursdays I guess it's not that brutal. Yeah, both those teams but both played last Thursday. What's the point of playing on a Thursday if you don't get the 10-day? Well, they will after this, this one. one. Come on. Yeah. Not right. So what do you think? I mean, Bears could – I really think the Bears could win, and then the Eagles are right back in, in it. it. Oh, just my God. slithering around, oh, just, just waiting for the fucking Cowboys to blow it. Completely undeserving. I'm torn by what makes sense logically and what – I want to happen and what that means because what I want to happen will not happen. What do you want to happen? I can't be happy. The Bears win yes. in ridiculous fashion. But this is the perfect game for the Cowboys to win just to fucking ruin, ruin everything. Yeah, ruin everything. Yeah, they could do that. If they just move the Dolphins to the NFC East, they'd run the table. It's true. <laughs> Come God on. damn, it's not wrong. If the Cowboys just give Zeke the ball, they'll win. But they always decide to stop giving it to him when it's working, which is dumb as fuck. Okay, let's get to the Sunday games, 10 a.m. First game, Panthers at Falcons. Um, These are two bad NFC South teams. 
We talked about the Falcons had those three fun onside kicks. The Panthers, no idea what happened there. They went up 14-0 over Jamel's Washington football team and then just stopped playing or something or just got ran all over by AP and Geis. A little clock control and then some bad plays by them. I mean, if they were smart, they never would have run the ball at all. (laughs) It's the only thing we can stop is a run play. We can't stop a pass. We haven't been able to stop a pass since I went through puberty, dude. The, For real. The, the Panthers have lost four or five games in a row now. They were weirdly in this thing, and then they've had kind of a quiet, total fall from grace. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure Cam's back there, Yoko Oni, owing the whole thing. He's just, <laughs> you know what I mean, suggest let's do – he's like going to Christian McCaffrey like – Let's do a naked album cover thing. You know what I mean? He's probably he sh- dressed like Yoko. On. Yeah, he's showing up to like <laughs> team dinners, screaming, just like wailing. Well, wait, didn't we say Cam shrunk himself Indian in the cupboard style and was just riding the top of the camera? Yeah, yeah. The, the little field camera? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Just- <laughs> when, he's, when he's inactive, he can shrink himself like Rick Moranis. Yes. And he's just riding the – yeah, exactly. He's got a little cigar and a little glass of cognac. He's like, wee. <laughs> What's annoying is that there were... <laughs> Sounds like so much fun. It does sound like a lot of fun. Well, being tiny is always... There's some There's some really fun things you could do. Why is he enjoying me? watching his team lose, though? He's still saying we and drinking and having fun? Because you know he's on his way out, baby. Yeah. There's, there's, a new, there's a new cam destination, by the way. What? You guys... New Orleans Saints. Give me a break. Yep. That's ridiculous. It's not going to happen. Drew Bre- Teddy B. Yeah, Teddy's fine. Teddy is expensive, and they might be able to move Teddy... Bring in Cam. Cam's less. Cam's twice the price of Cam's Teddy. Cam's a better player than Teddy. Well, Since when? I mean, if he's available. I'm just saying this is out there. I've seen it. It's not crazy because because Drew Brees is. If Drew Brees has a successful postseason, he might retire. Oh, he should. He yeah, should. And I think that that it's an easy offense for Cam. Cam doesn't have the arm strength anymore, and he's not really willing to run the ball. It's basically like having Drew Brees. He knows the NFC South. A little younger and. All you need to do as the Saints quarterback is check it down to Kamara, yep. hand off to Latavius Murray, and or throw it to Latavius Murray, and then you've got fucking Michael Thomas catches everything in the slant pattern, which I'm sure Cam can still do. It's actually not that crazy. Imagine being tiny in New Orleans. That'd be fun. Oh, my God. Just like drunk as fuck in the crack of a Just sidewalk? Just in a beignet? Yeah. That's live. Okay. I, I mean, we could. He could go off in New Orleans. He could. He could earn all the beads. I mean, that whatever tiny version you like best is going to be better than whatever this fucking game is. Yeah, That's I mean, what what's annoying about the Falcons is that they used up all of the successful onside kicks for the entire year. Yeah, they did. So now nobody else is going to get a successful onside <laughs> yeah. kick. You might. It's totally hopeless now. What the odds bummer. are completely against it. All right, moving on. Next game: Colts at Bucks. The Colts also a kind of a sneaky collapse team. They started really hot, and I think they've lost four or five. Yeah. Something like that. that I think Jacoby's not up. totally healthy. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton didn't play. Um, the the kicking situation is just comical. I mean, it just keeps happening with Adam Vinatieri. He missed another couple kicks. He got two blocked. Uh, just a total collapse from the Colts. Have uh, we heard from Andrew Luck at all? Where no, he? he's backpacking. He's in Europe. 
You know where Andrew Luck is? He's with Cam Newton in France. Yeah, in the Pyrenees when, Mountains. When Cam isn't tiny, he's somewhere in France sipping wine with Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. Not holding hands. Laughing loudly, like way too loudly and too long. Uh, Man, I, d- I think the Bucks will win this game too. Yeah, Jameis is on. The uh, Bruce Arians uh, says his uh, pr- post-game pressers. He's just like, this team is coming together. This is how we should be playing. They're not out of the playoffs, weirdly, either. Yeah, I have no choice but belie- to believe in the Bucks. They think they, they can win out? Their quarterback coach is Byron Leftwich. Yeah. My favorite dude of all time. DC legend. Love the man. Uh, yeah, I think we all like the Bucks in this game. Danny? I, I think the Bucks are, are really fun. I don't know if they're if the Colts defense can stop Jameis Winston from throwing four touchdowns, but I also think they're going to get four interceptions. And if their offense was any good at this point in the year, which, you know, decimated by injuries, they're probably not, uh, you know, you can't just have an O-line. So yeah, I guess the Bucks probably will be able to, to get just enough points to beat the, the Colts. And it's good because when they were healthy, you know, it's, it's tough when, when a team has a good O-line and D-line to beat them in the playoffs, and uh, I'm glad they're out. Fuck them. Get out. Dolphins at Jets next game. Man, Dolphins really just put a, nu- a number on my Eagles. I mean, I've been saying all year on this show, I think Brian Flores is a good coach. That game, their team was clearly hungrier. They played to win. They had an onside kick to start the second half. They did trick plays. They pinpointed a mismatch with Devontae Parker and just kept throwing him the ball. Punter to kicker touchdown. What, it hurts. How do you score that in fantasy? Is is the punter throwing the touchdown pass? Does that count for your defense? And it's still a teams? defense, right? No, 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 no. It's just an offensive play. I've learned that the, the unfortunate way over the years. If it's a trick play on offense, it's just an offensive play. But your kicker gets the reception and the touchdown. Yes. And you can't even play those dudes at the position to get the points. They will get them if that was your kicker. But who was playing the Dolphins kicker? And who's starting no. the punter as the quarterback? I mean, exactly. that seems that seems at least ill-advised. <laughs> I mean, I've tried it. I don't even think you can. It won't even let you slot him in there. Um, at Jets, uh, the Dolphins have already beat the Jets this year. And they just own the Jets in general. Are the Dolphins on a three-game winning streak right now? Well, let's see. They No, they lost one in the middle there. They had a two-gamer. Lost I remember. To oh, that's what it was. And they lost to the Skins who are even hotter than the Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they lost to the Browns. That's what it was. Browns. That's right. It was the get-right game, which I thought it would be for for Philly, but it was get-wrong, get-fucked game. Um, And then you have the Jets, who just lost to the Bengals. They looked absolutely terrible and lost. Uh, I don't know. There's not much to say about this game other than I'm happy for the Dolphins. I have no ill wishes about them. They took advantage of our just just tired and sleepy team for whatever the hell reason we were that way. But you sound, right now you sound very calm. You sound you sound accepting. You sound like you've gone through the stages of grief. Where were you when Ryan Fitzpatrick was tossing that second touchdown pass to Devontae Parker in the end zone and you were just seeing all of your dreams of of the Eagles running the table and you not having to get a full ladder on your penis? Just dashed. How how were you feeling? Numb, honestly. It was just disbelief. How is this happening? Just texting like, 
I had to type it out a few times on my phone. Like the Dolphins are beating the Eagles. Yeah. Like I just didn't understand. <laughs> and I was like in this weird sick daze too. And it just was like, is this really fucking happening? It didn't feel real. And I had to watch the highlights after the game and just see what happened. The Dolphins, I think, had six straight touchdown drives. We were up 28-14 to 14 at one point in this game. Still right, managed yeah. to lose. They just want – they really wanted it more. I, there's no other way to put that. And, I mean, that is just a terrible thing to say for the, for the Eagles team. It's just like I don't understand how you get taken – This the, the Dolphins lack talent. They have no – they've traded away their best players. They have a lot of hurt players. Are they going to beat the Jets? Absolutely. I think they Ryan can beat Fitzpatrick. the Jets. Yeah. Ryan's, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fucking Fitz. Ryan Fitzpatrick took the Jets to glory a few years ago. Well, almost glory. Right. Uh, and then he's taking the Dolphins to kind of glory this year. He is the perfect quarterback for a team that should be completely dismantled every single week to kind of compete. And I don't know what you call that as a career. You're never going to win the Super Bowl. You're not good, Ryan Fitzpatrick. But you can take bad teams and make them kind of bad. And what that's is that, its own gift. What's that call in uh, business that, that dude, when you like buy a company just to uh, like sell it and you know break it apart? What is that? I think we just. I think there is a term for it, but we would never know it. We'll never know it, but that is him. It's he's doing what Richard Gere did in Pretty Woman, right? He's trying to. Yeah. He's going to dismantle the old tool company or whatever the fuck. Exactly. He's good at that. He's good at just. He's he he knows. He's savvy. He's from. He went to Harvard. He's you know he's he's just a, a learned scholarly guy who can figure out every offense. And uh, I, I don't know what his physical gifts are. I guess he can throw a deep ball, but it's enough to make any crappy team that you're on. He could make the Skins a six-win team. He, do you guys see this stat? He's the only player in history to beat the same team, being the Eagles. I think with seven or eight different, like being on seven or eight different teams and starting quarterback. So I've watched this guy beat my team with eight different fucking teams. I'm sick of Fitzpatrick. Yeah, and I, don't I got nothing against him, but I'm, when I'm playing him, I'm, I just know there's some bullshit's about to happen. I don't even think he went to Harvard. I think he went to fucking Tufts. <laughs> He's a dentist now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, also, that that when you lose a game like that, that feeling is kind of like like how Trump's people every time he tweets something and it's really really shitty. How Trump's people have to figure out how to spin it so that it works. What were your guys saying when you were feeling the feeling of like, oh, shit, here comes the tweet. We lost this game. We lost to the Dolphins. How do we spin this? What were they saying to you that brought you around? The players and coaches? The pe- every the, Your bubble. Yeah, yeah. What oh, were they the saying? Dudes. Fuck this team. Fire everybody. So you're, you're on fire everybody now. I'm not. But that, that is the that is the sentiment from Eagles Twitter. Yes. Okay. It is. This Eagles team- Twitter is different. They don't do positivity like that. No, yeah. they're just they've wanted every, everybody gone since last year. Because I have like I have these sort of decent Midwest people who are like moderate, yeah, you know, no. just like, hey, come on, you know, we we're things aren't that bad. Here's a stat to make your day, you know. It's 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 a different vibe than I guess Eagles Twitter. Is. I was going to save this for the Eagles uh, preview, but did you guys see that um, a petition? to make the Eagles players walk home from Miami <laughs> and not catch a plane was signed by over 10,000 Eagles fans to not let these guys on the plane. It would have taken – and then they had all this Google map, 16-day walk back to Philly. 
And these fans dead ass like, serious about yeah, it. Like, yeah. Fuck them. They're not getting on a plane. They don't deserve it. <laughs> but I get not giving them the plane. But how are you going to force a, them to walk? Yeah, what about a bus? We would miss Mom? the Monday yeah. night camp. <laughs> <laughs> but really, like, just take an Uber or something. Like, somebody's going to get a car. Somebody God, will be like, you imagine, know what? I'm a millionaire. I'll rent us a bus. Imagine how sick Philly would be. Nah, man. If actually walked. This With, is... And miss the, the anger has reached a point that a large sum of fans wants the team to be punished for the pitiful, pitiful performance against the Dolphins. The anger manifested itself in a petition requesting that the players walk home from Miami as a comeuppance for Sunday's disaster. Um, some comments included from petitioners are, The Eagles have officially broken my heart. Most overhyped season in entire team's history. They don't deserve to play in. These bums ruin my week. They need to think about how sorry they are performance was a true yeah look people are fucking pissed the birds are trash i just bought a wentz jersey last week and i'm gonna burn it jesus um yeah yeah the coaches are on uh hey that's a good football team down there in miami that's all they keep saying i mean they have no choice it's fucking bullshit i'm sick of hearing it all right i don't know how this became eagles time next well we have the eagles coming up we'll just kind of skip over that we still have the eagles that's what i'm saying like well this isn't even eagles do you want to just do the eagles now nope lions (laughs) at vikings next game uh, so the Vikings lost last night on Monday night. They had a nice little comeback, but then can you guys remember seeing a worse single play for a team? Dalvin Cook fumbles the game away. He's hurt on the play. He has to leave the game. It's like early third quarter. Then Diggs is injured on the exact same play. So you have your two best players on the ground and being tended to by different staffs. You just turn the ball over. The Seahawks crowd's going fucking crazy because they're going to win the game. Just like, I've never seen anything like it. I thought it was pretty interesting. And how, uh, do they do they update the players? Is everything all right? with? I mean, I thought Dalvin said he was going to be okay. He said he's going to be fine, but I think he's going to miss a few games. Damn. Well, yeah. That's bad. What about Dalvin? What about uh, Diggs? Diggs? He was okay. He all came right. back a few series you, later. You. Yeah. I'm starting Kirk Cousins in my other fantasy league finals. Squirp. It seems like the Vikings season is, is you know, one of those, like, we're a good team. We're going to be up and down during the regular season because we're going to lose in the divisional round of the playoffs. They'll win a wild card game, but, you know, they can't really do much more than that. And that's kind of how they've been the last decade. It just seems like, you know, it wasn't Kirk Cousins' fault that anything happened, but you also can't feel good about having Kirk Cousins anymore. Um, it's just it's it's got to be tough being a Vikings fan. It's I guess a little similar to being a Chiefs fan. What's going on with your boy Thielen? The guy's been out for two months with a fucking what a pulled hamstring. You think I don't miss that guy? Yeah, I know. I'm just like, what's happening in the playoffs because of Adam Thielen's injury? He was supposed to be like Mr. Fucking Target Monster this year. Every other year he is, but he I guess he just had one of those injuries that you know he you can't you can't get rid of and you can't shake and you're just. You know, constantly. We had Eric Berry last year was the same thing. Every week he was week to week, day to day. That's just what they mean when the guy doesn't know. Haven't you had one of those, those like, injuries where you, you yeah. don't know where it came from and it just kind Sean of Jackson. takes a while to heal? No, I'm not talking about your team. To you personally. Have oh. you ever just, like, you doinked your knee and it just hurt for a little too long? Well, I don't yeah. know how my fucking body works. I had IBS. <laughs> he might have IBS. Maybe it's IBS. I mean, look, as a guy who takes plenty of stomach pills i can tell you i'd be out there on that field yeah. in a big game like this one and, then, wear, and ibs doesn't make you shit your pants i just want everybody to know that there's a difference ibs is just pain it makes you feel like you have to shit but you but nothing comes out you're thinking of ulcerative colitis if you think about shit oh, your, your pants. pants okay 
Uh, on the lion side of things, <laughs> you, you had this one. Go ahead, Jamel. Story time. No, that was I continue my fault. Give it, give it to me, Dan. Which is give me them stats. I was baby. gonna say the Lions on the Lions side of things, their season is complete waste. So sad. Um, Just sad. It's pretty sad. By the way, uh, fellas, David um, Blau. I go to Jacob with twenty five thou. Uh, I was saying that with David Blau all Thanksgiving morning. That's pretty good. Uh, I got <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, know, I, I I hate to interrupt talking about David fucking Blau <laughs> and how he's going to do the rest of the season. But news break, after having just talked about the Panthers, Ron Rivera has been fired. Whoa! Lost Ron Rivera. Breaking news. That is pretty good. good Whoa, noise. Ron Rivera. Riverboat Ron, and I, mean, I like he had, it. He had to go. I like it. Yeah, you're you're kind of wallowing in that like middle tier of NFC teams. You can't compete with in your own division with the Saints. I think any coach who has an active Twitter account needs to go. This dude shouldn't be on here tweeting and like faving videos of Panthers plays. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Why are you on Twitter? I don't want my Sean McVay's not on Twitter. He's Why? Because he's trying to connect no. with his guys. By giving them likes. No, he that I don't want my coach following me on Twitter. You imagine that? You're you're a Christian McCaffrey or a Curtis Samuel or something, and then Coach Rivera follows you. You're like, man, fuck! I can't post anything. Yeah, I know it's true. <laughs> I wonder who the next coach of the Carolina Panthers will be, who just runs every single fucking plate of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I wonder who that guy could possibly be. <laughs> All right, next game. 49ers at Saints. Um, I thought the Niners played great in that Ravens loss. That came down to just a few plays. Um, it was a 10 a.m. East Coast game, rainstorm. You know, at the end, it came down to who got a fourth in inches. The Niners should have ran the ball. They wound up going with a drop back, and Garoppolo's ball got tipped, and then the, the Ravens just kind of had a couple first downs and got a big kick by Justin Tucker. Um, but they contain Lamar for the most part. I mean, you're going to get gashed when a team runs 38 times against you. But they played really well. Um, they really limited the passing game. And I thought I was really impressed by the Niners. Best team in the NFC? Is it just that's, that's no, the they got beat no, by they the got Seahawks. beat by the Seahawks. I mean, that was a back and forth game too. Could have gone either way, but you got to give it to the Seahawks at this point. I yeah. think the Saints could beat both of the, those two teams. I just think that it's it's funny that those the the Ravens and the Niners game happened when it happened because everybody's going to talk about how that's the Super Bowl preview they played a good game it was really competitive you could see like each of them sort of playing the chess match correctly with the other team's strengths and weaknesses but the thing is this feels really like we talked about last week peaking too early this is when the expectations get big when you start talking about exactly who you think is definitely going to be in the Super Bowl when you think like this is it I don't see how this doesn't happen it never fucking happens it's the NFL weird shit is going to reign supreme in the playoffs all the time that is why I'm actually out on the Ravens as the AFC champ I think somebody wow. else is going to come in. I, I thought the Texans somebody, played pretty wow, well. Huh, I wonder who. Who could it be? Maybe. I don't know. I, if you want to ask me during the Chiefs section <laughs> whether I think we can compete in the same way, I will give you that answer. I like the Niners a lot in this game, in the Dome. I, I really they think they better than they, we would expect. They played inc- I thought they played incredibly. They, it was assignment football. That is really tough shit to do. 
and they were giving up like three yards a pop, and the Ravens were just going for it every fourth down. And that's so hard to defend when the that team comes in with that mentality, like we're going to go for it every fourth down. The the window for error is so small, and I thought they still held him to I think seventeen or twenty points. I was really impressed by the Niners, is what I'm saying. Uh, Garoppolo remains the question mark. Um, you know, he played pretty well, and but anyhow, on the Saints side of things, um, they had that weird Thursday night win against the Falcons that didn't feel like a win because they kept getting come back on in the fourth quarter. I, there's something wrong with the Saints team. I can't put my finger on it. Well, Drew there's Brees something wrong with them. Oh, dude, it's the Drew Kamara's not even use, being used the same way that he used to. How the to. hell is this team ten and two? It, it really is weird. But Teddy B. Yeah. It, well, Teddy B. Had a good run. Kamara is not playing that well. But it's not just Kamara. It's they've got Latavius Murray also. He steals yards from Kamara, and you know when they need four or five yards, they can get it. And then they've got Michael Thomas to make some big plays. Should they get a second receiver at some point? Yeah, but, you know, they've got Jared Cook to drop half of his passes and make insane catches on the other <laughs> half. It's it's just enough, and their defense plays pretty well. So I think they're actually the most complete team out of everybody, and they're the most experienced team besides maybe the Seahawks. But I definitely think that they could stop the Niners because the Niners are a little – they're a little green with this team. Garoppolo's never seen the playoffs. You know, everybody but Richard Sherman on that defense is like 22 years old or something. Well, they can't keep a running back on the field. And they've yeah, got they injury problems. Yeah, they do keep getting problems. hurt. Raheem Mostert going off. <laughs> Every time I see his name, I think of Rosart crayons. <laughs> I don't know why I go to Rosart, the third-ranked crayon, but. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember that crayon. Yeah, that's no, a, yeah. that's knockoff. Man? I mean, you know, when, when I could get my hands on them, but my folks definitely got me some rose arts. Okay, I mean, how much are you saving on the rose arts? You know, probably ten pr- cents. Probably box? like eight bucks. I feel like Crayola was like, you know, they were trying to act like they were the fucking the, the goddamn like Jerry Garcia of fucking kid art. But you get sixty four. Rose Art can't put together a color palette like that. <laughs> That's true. You can't get olive green and forest green. And glitter. Sometimes they do them glittery. Glitter ones. Sick. Next Silver. game, Broncos at Texans. Drew Locke finally played. He won. The Broncos had this <laughs> hilarious way to win against the Chargers with like five seconds left. Or what What was it, like nine seconds left at your own 28? Almost 31 teams out of 32 take a knee there to go to overtime. They did what you should do in today's NFL. They just chucked it down the field, got a free pass interference, kicked a field goal, and got out of there with a win. Man, the Chargers are hilarious. Another seven-point or less loss. Yeah. He has, I think I saw, like five full seasons worth of losses like that. They Talk about about a team that opened that box. It's just nothing but pain for the Chargers. Dean Spanos opened the box. Physical pain and emotional pain. In, I guess, L.A. I was about to say San Diego, but it's like lesser L.A. Yeah. What parts of L.A. get are each team's like, you know, in New York, there's at least like the, you know, there's the Jets oh, yeah. areas. Staten Island's area. Jets people. Yeah. So what? It, yeah. I mean, I don't feel oh, Long like Island. I don't feel people. in East Hollywood any more Ramsey than Chargers. Oh, you know Chargers I mean? country is all that shit. Around the outside, it's like La Crescenta, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alhambra. La Mirada, Alhambra, yeah, it's all that fucking 
it's the trash. Out. Yeah, it's yeah. The, <laughs> way yeah, out. It's the Thousand the Oaks trash. Citadel. Yeah. It's just a fucking outlet mall. But the real LA is Rams. And all Raiders. three of us. Half of it's Raiders. Most of it is Raiders, yes. And then there's this uh, section of Cowboys for some stupid reason. Yeah. And Eagles, which we can't, me and Jamel can't walk down the fucking street without seeing 10 Eagles that fans. Is Those are transplants. Yeah. Those are We're transplants. all transplants. Are here. This yeah. is Los Angeles, baby. Although I can't seem to find anybody else who wants to talk about the Chiefs with me. I need to go <laughs> I need to go figure out where Paul Rudd fucking lives or something. Where where Cam from Modern Family. Those are my prominent <laughs> celebrity Chiefs fans. Uh, uh Texans. They beat the Patriots. Yes, sir. That was impressive. Deshaun Watson. Playing the guitar. Got his groove back. All right, <laughs> next game. Uh my favorite game of the day. Mm. Ravens at Bills. Wow. Mm. That's your favorite game of the day. It is. Why? Because how is that better than I love Josh Allen? I thought he played the best game of his life Cole on Beasley Thursday. Played the Cole best Beasley game of his played life. amazing. Their defense was great. Sean McDermott, uh, that guy loves the troops. He loves God. That and he loves the Bills. Not like any of the other NFL teams. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I think the Bills proved they can play on a big stage. Everybody has these question marks. Oh, who they beat? That was a Thursday night prime time. Just one game on, you have to go to Dallas, and they beat the shit out of the Cowboys. I think the Bills are ready to win some big games. I think, like Danny said, the Ravens' time may have come and gone. I know they won last week's game, but it felt like uh, there's a little bit of uh, they you were exposed. You got the Bills in this game? Yes. No. Yeah, that's a no. They're gonna keep the Ravens <laughs> are gonna keep winning in the regular season. I'm talking about the playoffs here. They will. I mean, the Bills are not good. It's I in Buffalo. That, the only thing they got going for them is it's in Buffalo, and apparently their sponsor is a hat company. <laughs> New Era Field? When did that happen? I would just say, like, the, what is the difference, really, between Baltimore and Buffalo? Weather is pretty much the same, same part of the country. Well, Baltimore's got better drugs. And, that's, and that can only be a disadvantage for the Bills playing at home because they won't get yeah, the goods, good shit. That's true. They're going to be smoking that fucking skunk weed Ugh. before the game Sean McDermott not going to be able to get the, the high yeah. quality nugs yeah I, look imagine Sean McDermott getting ready for the Ravens trying to hit nugs off a coke can <laughs> Sprite S- sounds ridiculous yeah whatever they eat try, and, then, and then wolfing down a garbage plate or whatever the fuck they eat up there <laughs> yeah it is garbage plates isn't it mm. That's uh, a weird part of the country, by I the mean, way. I'm excited for the tailgating videos that are going to come from this game. Yeah, because the Bills are now getting these big games because yeah. next week they have the Sunday night game against the Steelers, Do which they got have flexed. The yeah. they got, the Bills got flexed for the first time in Bills history. Bills the Bills fans are just are this out of their, their fucking mind. This is their time. This is their time. This is their time. Yeah. A lot of women are going to throw themselves through tables. Yes. And then rip their shirts off. Yes. In the freezing cold. Covered themselves in mustard and ketchup and other condiments. We've seen it. We work on a clip show. We've seen Bills fans fall into any number of things, into a hot grill. I've seen a man. I've seen a man get sucked off in a Kiko Alonso jersey. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? Was it it the the guy digging into the woman's ass? That's a different video. That's a different video. People are just. Yeah. Yeah. No, Buffalo's ready for this. Yeah. But they're still about to lose. Look, Lamar Jackson's playing incredibly. I, I thought he was great in that 49ers game, despite them only putting up 20 points or whatever. I mean, it was raining. He's going to be good. I mean, he's a problem. I, the guy's really – I think the Bills just played a, a hard offense to scheme against, and the Ravens are also one of those. I think this is going to be a really close game. 
Bengals at Browns. Hey, Zach Taylor's on the board. He got a win. Congratulations, mm. Zach. Are the Browns eliminated from the playoffs? No. No, they're not. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's not fair to them. These Cleveland fans are hurting. Yeah, bad. badly. But did you see this Bengals fan who uh, slept on his roof for 57 straight days waiting for the Bengals' first win? He was finally able to come inside and sleep <laughs> wow. and sleep inside. Imagine giving that much of a fuck about the Bengals. Also, an Indiana man can thank Adam Gase for the Jets and the Jets for allowing him to return to civilization after spending 57 days living on the roof does of a he restaurant. Does he other people? No, he what? was by himself. Oh, well, the, he has yeah. a wife. Who, yeah. He had a wife who brought him supplies. She understands. He had a wife. A wife? <laughs> yeah, he has a wife. Yeah. Read the story. How did the wife make it this yeah. far? In 47 days, <laughs> nah, here son. was her trajectory. 47 days, she's like, all right, I guess. She starts... She starts being like, what the fuck's going on? I miss my husband around 20 days. And then coming around 47 days, she's like, don't come back. I don't, I don't need you back in the house. I was actually enjoying watching whatever I wanted on Netflix. Yeah. He said he didn't, yeah, he didn't just sleep up there either. He was up there 24-7 watching TV, munching on snacks in his luxurious tent. So I guess he had a nice tent. Uh, his wife would bring him meals and come by to pick up his laundry. He showered and used the bathroom on the second floor of the restaurant. So I guess he did come inside sometimes. Otherwise, he spent every minute of every day laundry. out on that roof. He hosted Thanksgiving dinner up there. And he said, here's his quote. You just get bored as hell when you're up there watching TV and Netflix. But there's really nothing else to do when it's 20 degrees. I turned my heater on, stripped down to my boxers, and just was in my sleeping bag most of the day. And then they, <laughs> so when they won, he said, I'm just glad it's over, really. I, I was stuck. I thought I'd be up there all season. <laughs> and and what, that was an option? That you were just going to stay there until the end? He should have <laughs> stayed. He should have freaking stayed. Yeah, it is unfortunate that they won. Because this could have been way funnier. <laughs> yeah. Well, then the story would have been man dies. Yeah. Cincinnati man dies on his own roof. Indiana because man. Because the Bengals suck. Jesus Christ. Why, why don't you just rock with the Colts, dude? Get out of there. Well, the Browns' latest humili- the Browns' latest humiliation was with the postseason within reach. They had a double-digit lead against Duck Hodges, and then they fucking lost. I mean, you can blame Baker getting his hand hit on the helmet, and he was a little ru- off in the second half. But fact is, they blew a big lead, and they're f- th- those poor B- Browns fans, man. And I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. has kind of been a bust. I mean, the guy had three catches for 29 yards in a must-win game. Well, it's, you know. If you're going to trade away the, the farm, like, he's got to start producing. Well, it was, this is what we were saying about Jarvis Landry at the beginning of the year. Jarvis is fine. But I'm just saying, they just switch roles, man. Teams double-team one of them. You yes. can't double them both. So I feel like if you're a coordinator and you're playing the Browns, you just flip a coin. Okay, Odell's getting it now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm not going to blame him. I'm going to blame team scheming on that. Yeah, there's got to be. I mean, the coach is bad, and that's obvious. So I don't think that they're yeah they're not doing great shit. Yeah, they're not doing him any favors. Pittsburgh started it. See his stupid shirt he wore. Yeah, he looked like a Freddie Kitchens. Also walking around wearing Pittsburgh started it shirts. That's not that's not quite right. No, it's not. And uh, the petty factor is, dude, be a leader. Be like Mike Tomlin, where you just move on. And you're like, let's get ready to win a game, not just go out and parade around town looking like a jackass. They've tried to build their team with a bunch of really talented dudes who were, you know, problems, I guess, in one way or another. 
on other teams and obviously that uh, isn't a great strategy after all because people just don't want to listen to a fucking first year coach who doesn't really know what he's doing and a second year quarterback who hasn't really proven himself you know you've got all these dudes who've been on winning teams like Kareem Hunt having to come in here and be like a role player guy on this dumb offense like yeah you're going to be uh you're you're going to be a little discombobulated if you got all these you know personalities on a team with no direction no leadership no big fat mustached guy to yell at you I don't even know what Fred Ki- <laughs> Freddie Kitchens looks like. I mean, he's fat. He's fat and he's got a mustache, I think. Oh. But his mustache, I don't think it's quite right, though. Well, maybe he's not yelling. He's not on Andy Reid level with his. Oh, no. And Andy Reid would never show up in a Pittsburgh started it shirt. That's true. He's He is a very quiet, reserved Republican man. The battle for Ohio. Uh, let's go Bengals. That'd be pretty fun to see the Browns lose the Bengals. And watch their fans really tear their hair out. Nah, I'm looking for the Browns miracle. We don't want that guy to go back up on the roof for another stint. But he, he can't would go now. back they if game. they lose. No, he has not. If to he go goes back. back up there, that's funnier than anything. <laughs> okay, next game we got Washington football team at Packers. Wow, uh, Washington football team two game winning streak. Somehow we've also won two out of three against the Packers. I mean, granted. The last one was when Alex Smith had two operating legs. <laughs> Darius Geis ran for 129 yards on 10 carries. Yeah. AP ran for 99 yards. What's going on with this rushing game? I mean, I thought the O-line was getting yelled at by Haskins. I mean, and now they can just block everybody? Well, Callahan's an offensive line guy. He's a run-first run guy. And they finally got their guy back. It's just amazing to see him come back from two extended injuries in – be what we thought he was. Kind of exonerates Jay Gruden a little bit because that was Jay Gruden's dude. He loved guys. Yeah, and was right. He was right. And now he is somewhere in the dorm room. Justice for Jay. Yeah, Jay (laughs) is somewhere at Florida Atlantic University sitting in a dorm room. Just wondering how it all (laughs) went wrong. It was never about how good Geis was, though. It was about how he was injured every third play, right? Yeah, exactly. Missed a whole year. Could happen. And then on Packers, they went and kicked the shit out of the Giants in the snow. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were coming off that big loss to the Niners where they were embarrassed. So w- that was a pretty obvious yeah. spot they for them needed, to get they to They need these back-to-back NFC East games. Yeah. Get their shit back right. Yes. And, I mean, they'll probably win. I mean, what I know of the Packers' defense is pretty good run-stopping unit over there, and possibly that's their only strength. Haskins going to have to make some plays. Yeah. Will you be watching this one? Have you been roped in to a two-game win streak where you're like, maybe I'll check it out? Yes. Nice. They finally got me. It took two. <laughs> They're kind of fun. They're a very young it, team. It took two. It's a very and, young team with a coach who won't yeah, be there. They're a baby Yoda. Yeah. And I'm going to show, show up just in time to watch us get 50 balled. But that's fine. That's fine. I'll watch just it. Just get Actually, discount double checked. Yeah. We're going to get the full, the full work. You you have been saying though of the last two weeks that you guys were going to get fifty burgers dropped on you. I think that's actually a little bit of a good luck charm to the team. Oh yeah, you believing that fifty exactly fifty points are going to be dropped on you. My I think third, that helps you win. My third straight fifty ball prediction. All right, Sunday one p.m. games, afternoon games. Chargers at Jags. Jags are going with Minshew. Foles is on the bench. Philip Rivers. Uh, they had Tyrod Taylor warming up in that game early when Phil Rivers looked like shit. Then he sat back down. Rivers kind of got it together. 
still lost in humiliating fashion. Uh, this game, hope not to watch a minute of one of those games, yeah. except for the Chargers' inevitable, hilarious yeah, no, demise. I, my, this is honestly, and this has been the case as long as I have lived in L.A., the way I like to watch football is the last eight minutes of a Chargers game. Yeah. All right, Steelers at Cardinals. Next game, uh, Duck Hodges to James Washington. Real connection. They've had uh, two like forty-plus yard touchdowns in the last couple games to each other. Uh, Coach Tomlin, I think, is kind of running away with Coach of the Year uh, right now. He is on to. I don't know how much more adversity this dude has to deal with. Antonio Brown leaves. Lev Bell gone. Uh, Roethlisberger gone. Your second string guy is a piece of shit. Your third string guy, Duck Hodges, is you're being is forced to throw to James Washington because Juju's not playing. I mean, every team complains about injuries. They just keep finding ways to win. I mean, James Conner's been out for the last couple games. They just keep winning. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, they have uh, Benny Snell or somebody back there. And James Washington, these are no-name guys who are becoming names because they just keep winning. Yeah, I running mean, backs don't matter. They don't. I agree. The cards, though, the I mean – they completely melted down against the Rams, and Kyler Murray looked like shit. I'm sure he'll bounce back, although I think the Steelers' defense is pretty tough. But what was interesting to me was that story about how the Cards player was betting on his own team. Oh, yeah. And he was a chief last year. He was the oh, guy who chief. gave up the final touchdown to Rob Gronkowski, uh, or n- touchdown, or a long pass to get them in field goal range to beat us, the Pats beating us in the regular season last year. Josh Shaw. Yeah. He was on our team. We released him. Cards guy started betting on parlays with the Cardinals involved. For them to lose or win? To them, for them to lose. Wow. Pete Rose style. I mean, it was really, really uh, a fun story because whatever they're going to ban him, uh, you know, whatever discipline he's going to get, it'll be longer than, you know, your Miles Garrett's, your Antonio Brown, whatever he might get. Like, it's going to be one of those, like, uh, this really makes the NFL mad type things. Yeah. And it's going to be hilarious. All of the other horrible offenses that some of these players commit, that are, that, who, their suspensions are going to be dwarfed by this gambling on your own team suspension. <laughs> Speaking of Pete Rose, I saw him in Vegas. Me too. Yeah. MGM Grand, if you're walking yes. through. Yeah. He does uh, signing. He's, he's just sitting there in a box. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit! There's well, Pete Rose. There, he's uh, he's he does signings at the memorabilia store. There's a yeah. sports memorabilia store on your way to the pool at the MGM Grand. You can stop by. You can say to Pete Rose, I guess he's doing a lifetime residency in a place where I don't know. Maybe it's the only people left in America who remember him, <laughs> outside of dudes in Cincinnati who sleep on their fucking roof. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he knows. Yeah, he All right, next knows. game we got Titans at Raiders. Raiders have suffered two blowout wins. In a, or two blowout losses in a row since my bold proclamation that they were going to make the playoffs. But I, I still believe. It. Come on, six Raiders. Yeah. Come on, Gruden. Raiders-Eagles so Super Bowl. This is still a, a successful season for this Raiders team, oh, regardless. Sure. They've already surpassed expectations. But I am rooting for them. I, I enjoy this team. I don't know why they keep getting blown out. Um, I can answer that. Because they suck? It's because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Derek Carr, though? Just, I mean... I I still I'm I'm still as a Chiefs fan nervous every time the defense comes on the field. I'm never nervous for one second with Derek Carr. He's gonna do something stupid. He's gonna throw a pick. He hates cold weather. He hates throwing deep. He hates doing everything that a quarterback needs to do to, to be you. even an after an average defense. 
So it's it's actually entertainment, football entertainment for me at its best when when my team is playing against Derek Carr. I hope he goes to every other team we play in the future. I hope he just makes it. He becomes a journeyman, does a stint on the Chargers after Philip Rivers retires. Then when Drew Drew Locke flames out in a few years, they pick up Derek Carr off of that team. We just keep going, Derek Carr all the time for life. I love it. Where the fuck is his brother at? Where is David Carr these days? I'm just tweeting. Yeah, he does analysis on TV, and he actually predicted not only for the Raiders to beat us last week, but to win out the entire season. And get like the three seed in the playoffs. So Jamal, that dude's about as good at analysis as his brother <laughs> as his brother is at quarterback. Jamal, did you see your boy Mike Vrabel throw the challenge flag on oh, the field with some sauce, a little gooseneck? Yeah, a little uh. And then just kind of faded back. Keep that follow through up. That's how he's feeling himself right now, and wow. so are the Titans. I mean, I think they've won what three in a row now. It's making me feel a little bit better about, about the loss yeah. we had because we were because you should have killed them. I know, and we were for a little while beating them soundly, but I can understand their punt block team apparently or their kick block team is incredible. They they they're blocking tons of kicks yeah. this season. They've Rable. won games, multiple games, doing it. Yeah, Rable, it's nuts. a huge special teams guy. He always has been. Where's the voice? Hey, man? the Titans won. Yeah. Give the people what they want. People don't want that. No. Oh, come oh, on. No, Back no, out. No, no, I'm no out. No, 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 no. Just no, read no. the standings from the AFC South. No. Uh, the Texans <laughs> are eight and four. You can't uh, do it. You yeah, don't that's do it not right. it, man. It's only Jamel who can do it correctly. <laughs> okay, yeah, we got a pretty good shot at uh clinching the division here. We're only one game back on the Texans. They're eight and four or seven and five right now, and uh Culture six six and uh, Jacksonville's four and eight and I'm having a heart attack. I mean, what are you afraid of? <laughs> yeah, you, come on, you, you it's great every time. time. You're automatic. <laughs> All right, t- that's Titans at Raiders. Uh, I kind of like the Raiders in this game. Just because it's a home game. I mean, yeah, well, you got. I mean, come on, man. They're in Oakland. What? One more time after this? Pretty much. The fans are going to be insane. Yeah, Titans as far as happy and as drunk. The like Bills fans get drunk and they hurt themselves. Raiders fans get drunk and hurt others. Titans fans. Titans fans. I want the Titans to lose because I honestly consider them a threat as a six seed, but they will not. The Raiders are bad. All right, next game, Chiefs at Patriots. This is the actual game of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, just to reinforce what we've been talking about, the Chiefs got a 175-yard effort out of Patrick Mahomes, and they still scored 40 points in one handily. That didn't happen last year. This bodes well for your team in January. The defense is finally coming around. This is going to be a real challenge. Um, I'm excited for it. This is what I like. I, I like this game because it's really no stakes. We've won the division. We're going to get the three or the four seed. I'm not, too, I'm not thinking that if we beat the Patriots that the Patriots still won't win out. They got games against the, the Bills, the Dolphins, and some other fucking schlub in there. I don't think that the Patriots are going to lose the bye even if we do beat them. So it's all cake for us if we beat them i think we'll end up seeing them i want to eat that cake oh don't i'm uh, me and andy reed want to eat a fucking cake cut the cake eat the cake but i'm not worried about the cake i already had a fine dinner and i don't need the sweets after but i'll take it if we win this game i'll feel a lot better about the chiefs but if we lose the game i don't feel that badly about the chiefs and that's that's a great position to be in as a football fan that said though you're right. The defense playing better, getting turnovers, which we weren't doing most of the year. Our run defense still sucks, but you know if we can we can do the same thing that we did to the Raiders against the Pats on offense when they're on offense at least. They want to run the ball. 
the Raiders ran the ball, but they couldn't keep up with us. And when we would get turnovers, when they tried to pass, we just put the game away. I don't see the Ra- the Patriots being that much better on offense right now than the than than the Raiders. I do think that you know they got Belichick and they got angry fucking Brady, and that'll probably end up doing some kind of horror thing to me that I can't anticipate. But we have a real shot like we haven't had in a different way. We don't have to outscore these guys, and I like that. What I want is the Chiefs to win this game, the Bills to win against the Ravens, and the Bills have a real chance to win the NFC East at that point. Or excuse me, AFC East. That'd be incredible. I think the Patriots' panic is a bit overblown. People are like, what's wrong with the Patriots? We do this every year. They get blown out by some shitty team every year. Remember they lost to the Lions last year by a million? They lost to the Titans. They lost to the Dolphins on the road last year. I think Every year we do this. It's the way Belichick coaches, you know? And, I mean, like, they keep losing receivers. They can't keep the same guys on the field this year. That feels different. A.B. tweeting every game. Yeah. Like (laughs) Christmas tree uh, emojis. At Patriots, just been like, I'm your gift. So clear so that's like a new plan all along, yeah. by the way. What in the hell? Uh, I feel like Belichick, you know, and this doesn't have anything to do with the point I was about to make, but I think this is connected to your James White thing. He, I think he hates fantasy football so much, he coaches against it. Yeah. yeah. He's an old fucking curmudgeon, and nobody likes him, and nobody really likes Tom Brady either, but... They they are ten and two. I'm not counting them out. I'm not. I shouldn't say that their offense is the Raiders' offense. But as far as how to scheme a defense against the Patriots, it's the same as what we just did last week. The guy can't throw deep anymore. The running game is what they have, what they rely on. They don't have quality receivers. It's the same it's just sort of situation. It's just Edelman. I do think that Pat is. Uh, I don't even think it's Pat's fault. He's still doing amazing shit here and there. But the 175 yards, that's there's two things about that. One they were is winning that, by so much. One is there's uh, there's been elements in the last two games. In this one, the winds were at 30 miles an hour in Arrowhead. Last game was in Mexico City. The altitude was weird. People were more sluggish. We, you know, Tyreek went out. I think there's some weird stuff going on, which I actually like because you got to go through a bunch of trials and stuff to to you know succeed in the playoffs. All kinds of different scenarios. But I also think that Andy Reid has gotten a little uh, boring with his play calls. I think he's sort of slowed things down. The offensive line isn't playing that well, so he's sort of just playing for the sticks now because you know Patrick Mahomes isn't being given as much time as he was last season. But Colt told me, my Colt, <coughs> they said that uh, it's all been to save a bunch of shit for these Pats games. And... Let's fucking go. Let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's go. Crazy. Come on, we can all get on board with this. Yeah, Fuck you got a shot to win. Shot to win on the road. I mean, come on. Winning in New England feels impossible for anyone, but y'all got a shot. We dominate the, you know, we, we, we dominate these, these division teams because we practice extra against the Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos in, in training camp. And I think after the last few seasons, Andy Reid probably adds like, a couple of Pat's days too. I think he's been waiting for this one. I think he went on Guy Fieri <laughs> to get in fucking. To, he went on Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives to get in Belichick's head somehow. I'm convinced. Oh, because he knows that's Belichick's favorite show or something. I can, I can see. Belichick <laughs> I can't see that. any other reason why he would go on that show. <laughs> the, I mean, like, why? Did, and Fieri's a Raiders fan. It doesn't make any sense. All right, Sunday night Seahawks at Rams. 
NFC West clash. The Seahawks are all of a sudden the number one seed in the NFC after last night. They can they control they can have home field advantage throughout. Nobody wants to go to Seattle in January. Um, so Niners fans are Rams fans for this game. Uh, the Rams this is their Super Bowl because if they lose they're out. They are kind of have a chance at a wild card. That would make three NFC West teams in the playoffs. It's probably not going to happen, but um, that's what's that's what's going on here. This is the Rams' biggest game. Last time they played at the Coliseum, they got blown out by the Ravens, um, but they're alive. What do you think? What do you actually think? I think the Seahawks are going to win this game. It's pretty clear that the Seahawks are good. I don't know why, though, because their defense isn't dominant and their offense isn't dominant. Their offense is frustrating as hell. It's And so is their defense. I mean, they just play well enough on both sides, and that's always a good thing. It feels a little like what the Ravens do, but a little bit with a little bit more discipline and more experience. So I think that the Rams have a bad quarterback, yeah. and their defense isn't that much better than Seattle, so they'll win this game. But it is odd to think of Seattle being the one seed, like the best team. Yeah. I, I'm it, going with the Rams here. Fuck it. Wow. Maybe just going completely whoa. on feeling. May, yeah, just a feeling. Maybe wow. maybe the Rams' pass rush can make some things happen. Aaron Donald still killing people. He's alive. And brings us to our Monday night game, the Eagles' first Monday night football game of the season is when fan uh, delight is at an all-time low. It's Giants at Eagles. Did you see? Did you guys see the Packers knock the logo off Daniel Jones's helmet? That was pretty funny. <laughs> the N, the N from the New York thing just got knocked off. Long since have been the days of Danny Dimes. Pretty awesome. Daniel Jones, two and eleven, two and twelve. Wow, that guy sucks. Um, yeah. And it's not like you can't say they don't have players. They have a really good set of skill players. Does this make him officially worse than Haskins now? I mean, he's he's responsible. Good point. Haskins has won two games in a row. This dude did that ten games ago, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeesh. He's ruined Saquon Barkley, which is just, I mean, that's got to be a very difficult thing to do for a quarterback. And, you know, the, the Giants are hopeless, but so were the Dolphins. Yeah. One week ago. How do the Giants beat you guys, Daniel? Hunter? Oh, easily. They, there's an easy way to, to win this game, and that is Saquon Barkley has a Saquon Barkley game, which he just hasn't done yet. But do year. you guys have the D-line to stop him? I'm asking. Yeah, we're good against the run. We're actually very good against the run. So That's yeah, the I mean, only thing I can confidently say about the Eagles' defense is they're good at stopping the run. That doesn't mean – look, I don't trust them in any sense. I don't trust this team to – to do anything that I anticipate them doing. I mean, Zach Ertz wound up being the problem last, last game. What's up? Oh, nothing. Sorry. I was I was talking out loud. Like, uh, I was thinking out loud. My fault. A little chatterbox. Yeah, because I was like, um. Zach Ertz wound up being the problem last week. Um, he had two soul-crushing drops. He dropped two touchdown passes. And then um, he, he fell down on one that should have been intercepted. The guy just played terribly. I don't know what to say about the Eagles. You look than, sad. You look you look beaten. I'm tired. I'm tired of this team. I'm tired of having to defend Carson Wentz or the coaching staff or their schedule. Like, unfortunately, we still control our own outlook. If we win the next four games, we win the NFC East. No Thank matter you. no matter what the Cowboys do. If we beat the Giants, 
twice, the Skins once, and the Cal- we have four division games left. We can beat all these teams easily. They're not. None of these teams are good, but we're not good either. Can we somehow win four games in a row? Yes, we can. Will we? Dan, stop. Yes, you we gotta, will. You got to stop this. Why? You just got through saying how you needed to stop doing the shit. Then you started doing the shit. What else you am I supposed to do? What, you said. what else do you want me to do? Walk away? Yeah. Come you to want the, me to close the door and walk away? Come to the WNBA with me. I've been there. It's just great. Fresh Princeton, man. Turn off the lights. Take one last look <laughs> at the around. Eagles. Put and your hands walk in out. your pockets and walk the fuck out. No. He's not wrong. Uh, Imagine how much happier you'd be if you didn't want a a group of grown men to walk home from Florida. Yeah, did you sign that petition? You May- never said. Yeah, did you? Who can say? <laughs> I don't know what I did on Sunday. I was very sick. You guys better win this game. If I have to watch this game and you guys lose, if we I'll lose this house, game, I'm beating your ass. I'm putting a metal rod through your penis myself. We do if have you guys to discuss lose this that game. after this game. You're still hanging by a thread w- to have a, a bare penis, but it is not yeah, they looking are, good. They are making this thing interesting. They just can't. Oh, God. We're uh, willing to ch- how about we're willing to change it to a tattoo? Fine, I'll get snake eyes right there on my dick, so it's scary. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's not bad. Pretty scary dick, dude. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, I hate the uh, God. I Just in time for your wedding night. Really, am disappointed in this season and this team. I don't know what to say. I don't have. I I can go into all of the whys and the the X's and O's, but it's really just a bummer. The the shit sucks. Yeah, and we're we all have two win. more wins than the Redskins. We're not that that's much a, better than Washington. That sounds really bad out loud. Yeah, when you say it like that, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's let's look at some mail. You've got mail. There's a mail courier who just stopped in, dumped off a bunch of envelopes and bags and boxes. I'm just going to grab one because I'm so sad. Oh, God, this one's addressed to me. <laughs> it says, Dear Dan Hardigan, tell me how my ass tastes. Sign the Dolphins punter and kicker. Ooh, Jesus. God wow. damn. They signed it together? I don't know. Did they use two pins? How good of friends are those guys now? Oh, we're the we're the kicking duo who gets to score touchdowns. Yeah, they're fucking goofus and gallant. Oh, they're great. Do some more shit, man. <laughs> Brian Flores, go nuts. You got a couple of games left to show the people what an artiste yeah. you can be. Oh. Let them run the wildcat. Do, do something crazier than the wildcat. Do run the wildcat. With a fullback as and a the r- actual back. cat, get a get a cat, get the black cat from earlier this year. I saw He's finally going to get a spot. I saw a stat that says uh, the the uh, all the cat named teams, all the cat themed teams since the black cat appeared are one and fourteen. Yeah, wow, Damn. bad luck. Damn, there's a lot of them too. Panthers just fired their coach because of that cat. <laughs> Damn, that's real. I don't have. I didn't really get an email. I got a, um, you know, like some, you know, some like insert. I got something from Skin Deep uh, Tattoo and Piercing located at 1602 West Glen Oaks Boulevard in Glendale, California. Uh, they say their avails are from 12 to 9 p.m. every day of the week. Ah, oh, another letter for Dan Hardigan. Yeah, yeah. They just was letting you know. Whenever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was a bad noise. <sighs> Ugh. 
Don't hey guys, don't lick this microphone. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> All right, here's a here's one. This one, thankfully, not directed at Dan Hart again. Mm. Hey guys, love the show. I know the Patriots offense hasn't looked that great lately, and I put the blame squarely on myself. Actually, no. The real blame goes to my hyperbaric chamber guy. Jimmy's hyperbaric chambers on 75th Street makes a substandard product, and your <laughs> listeners should know it. But it's all going to be okay because I have a new secret weapon. It's called anal cupping, where you deliberately prolapse your anus Whoa. and have Asian women scrub it down with two toothbrushes to clean your system. Do they got to be Asian? They, they do, it looks like. Recording this letter. <laughs> People say I'm finally washed, but I'm fighting it. And if I am, I won't retire because I don't care about anything else. I'm like the Irishman. I feel nothing. My mansion, supermodel wife, and kid I kiss mean jack shit to me. I'll kill them all and go watch film on the Bengals right after. Signed, Tom Brady. Oh, my God. TB12. Hey. Thanks for listening, Tom, and Whoa. writing in. Yeah, that's great. He's, he's very interactive with his fan base, I've noticed. He's on every Monday night uh, halftime show. You heard those? Driving home from work, listening yes, to the Monday do. night? Yeah, Westwood he's always, One. Sports. Westwood One. He's always talking... He talks to Jim Gray, saying, the most boring dude in the world who somehow his best is friends friend. with Two Tim, of Brady. the most boring dudes in the world on AM radio, and we're listening to it. That's insane. That's a, that's a big problem <laughs> you, for me, guys. Are you not listening to the AM radio on the way home, Jamel? I listen to some, like, when they do, like, like bachata night, I'll throw some, like, some Spanish jams on. But no, I'm not listening to fucking fireside <laughs> chats with Jim Gray and Tom Brady. No. Okay, let's get our final thoughts out. Um, I had a funny uh, story from my sister told me. She um, she's friends with an influencer who uh, is just began dating Julio Jones, oh, which no is shit. interesting. And uh, her fr my sister's friend always has these funny um, hypotheticals. And she asked Julio Jones when they were sliding into each other's DMs, "Would you rather be chased?" By a hundred duck-sized horses, or by one horse-sized duck, and Julio responded, "One horse-sized duck." Absolutely, that's what I said too. Yeah. My sister thought I was crazy. She said, uh, "That's one." Aren't she has a story about how she was chased by a duck when she was a little girl, and I think she's terrified of ducks. But it's just one, at least you can get away from yeah. it. Yeah, you can one hide duck? from one duck. And Julio's fast as shit. You do think he's scared of one duck? And then it's a, a big duck, but and horses. A hundred horses? Duck-sized horses. But ducks can get kind of big. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. They're like ponies almost. And yeah, that could be pony size. They could surround you. And then what, are you going to stomp on all these things? That's, no, they that's could sad. stomp you. I do not think there is a duck out there that's as large as a pony. I just want to point that out. <laughs> but half the size of a pony. Not even. But still, <laughs> I get the point, but no. So it is fun to think that Julio Jones is just like us, and he's DMing hot girls on Instagram and ha is being forced to answer questions like this. I mean, you know, we all live similar lives, I'd say. <laughs> uh, Jamel, final thoughts. I mean, you know my final thoughts. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, be sweet and kind and warm and happy holidays. And uh, you guys are great. And uh, football sucks. And it's not your fault. Danny, final thoughts? My final thought... I was just kidding, Andy Reid. Happy to see you on Diners, Drivings, and Dives. You had a, d you ate a burger, 
a Kansas City burger, repping Kansas City the right way, and, and playing to your greatest strength, which is being a fun, approachable fat guy who eats things and, you know, is, is soft-spoken and doesn't get too angry. He's just like a fun granddad. And, you know, that, that's, that's what keeps this team so fun and, and interesting and relevant every week is that we have a coach like Andy Reid who's not afraid to be himself. I love you, Andy Reid. And we're sorry that we watched the sport that you coach in. Super sorry, Ron. Can't wait to see you in D.C., buddy. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, Pete Carroll. 9-11 happened for a real reason. Wow. Los Santa. <laughs> 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 <laughs>